Welcome to Lego Legends Podcast. I was hoping I got to do that today. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome. Hat. I'm gonna go cry into my bed now. <laughs> Let's get it, boys. Okay, so Anthony has uh, retired because Team Solo Mid is truly an awful team, uh, and they lost one of the most embarrassing. Uh, wow, it was wild, but we'll get to that later. So, as per usual, we're going to start this week off. How was this week? I got some really good news. This week, if you're me, fucking fantastic. Why? Let's talk about it. First, Haymont comes for C9's neck, pick and fly quest over Cloud9, and guess what? He gets his fucking ass clapped. Of course, you're going to hear more about that later. Second reason that it's great for Matt... Because Anthony got a f- TSM lost to, C- to CLG in one of the most absolutely awful performances I've ever seen them give. They kind of just rolled over and died. They had an awful draft. <laughs> I mean, Malkai wasn't in that game. I don't know what he's yelling about, but it was dumb. The draft was bad. The play was even worse. Um, I don't know how long I can keep this joke going. (laughs) So let's get into match review. Oh, other other than that, the week I think was pretty mediocre. Um, One, two, three, six. Heymon did beat Anthony and I by one pick, which is unfortunate because we, I guess, Anthony and I placed too much faith in geniuses something i continue to do despite the fact that i should have learned better by now um match review this week double lift was not on team liquid and team liquid looked phenomenal anthony needs to come back (laughs) this is not going to work let me tell you something about this stupid ass motherfucker double lift over here. Activate okay, there we go. That's shit. all I needed to say. All I needed to say was double lift's name, and I knew I would summon the hell beast from within. I, this motherfucker acting like he's hot shit over here. Wait, acting Anthony, like how was the week for you? Play the fucking game. I'm no, but wait, how was talk about double lift? No, but how was the week for you? But how was the week? No, but wait, how was the week for you? Who cannot play spring split because it doesn't matter. Meanwhile, everyone else in the league is out there trying to kick some ass you see what happened the first six weeks or the first five weeks of this league that's what happens when you're double lift you sit there and you do nothing on setup because you can't play the game anyways because you are unmotivated but, but my boy tactical he was on uh, tsm academy last year he comes into this shit let me tell you what let me tell you what this man looked fire he came in and just started blasting fools that's what i like to see that's the kind of motivation i need out of my 80 carries is that a note for me for class? <laughs> if you want it to be. I wasn't really listening, so I hope it wasn't. Um, certainly not going to check the VODs, but honestly and sincerely, Anthony, how was this week for you? Um, uh, other, than, the, other than your crushing depression. At the beginning <laughs> of uh, day one, they did this game show where uh, they basically did a mashup of a bunch of game shows together, and it was actually pretty dope. I liked it. It was a really good way to start the to start the show and i thought it was an interesting way to like talk about some statistics and they they did a they did family feud they did deal or no deal at the end i forget what the middle one was the middle one was jeopardy but oh my god they they did this one thing where they where they uh tried to 
say which player has played on all of these teams and they started flashing up teams and it starts off with team liquid then it goes over to clg then it goes over to uh tsm and then it goes over to int so i'm just sitting here like okay so for the first three the answer was uh um, like smithy pobelter or double lift mm-hmm. and then it turns out that it was dardock <laughs> oh oh yeah lol that's very funny. What really cinched the Bardock was that he played on uh, Echo Fox. That was the last one. Yeah, not a lot of the other people. Imagine Echo Fox with double lift. That would have been crazy to watch. All right, all right. So let's talk. Let's talk more about the uh, TL this weekend because TL looked like they knew what the fuck they were doing this weekend. They did. Run me through the first game. First game was against. I fucking hate you. <laughs> the first game was against TSM. TSM <laughs> See, the reason he hates me. And okay. Mid. Okay. The reason uh, that he hates me is because I just sleeper convinced, uh, forced him to talk about his own team's just clapping. El top. Malachi mid. Mm. I'm I'm just enraged. <laughs> I have no fucking words for that stupid ass draft by TSM. It was really bad. I like Maokai Mid doesn't sound that here's good. The, the comp kind of works. The problem is, is that they. It's the Maokai's for Zoe, right? Uh yeah, it's okay. It's it's probably fine. The problem is, is that their eighty carry is Zara or Zara is a Varus. So it's like, what the fuck is, is your fight? Like you're just trying to. Pick? Is this a pick comp? Like, it's not a, it's definitely not a pick comp. They're, they're a late game scaling comp, but it's like, alright, when people said pick late game, they didn't mean pick champions who can't do something for 15 minutes. They didn't pick, they didn't mean pick for a 70 minute game. They meant pick for like 30. Um, oh my god. And then TL is just running some normal shit. They're running set top, Gragas jungle, Zoe mid, MF Brombot. It's like, it's not... The, it's not the most homogeneous comp that does one thing, but it's like it's fine. No, but I mean it's a good comp. Yeah, it, it it does enough different things, and it has enough early game power to not give two fucks about Maokai, Sejuani, and Kale, and who Varys. don't do anything early game. All of them, all of them don't do anything for the. First None of them do. Minutes. Yeah, they're all mid to late game champions. Sejuani has the most awesome. early game power in this game, and that's saying and something. That's real bad for your team. Ugh. That's real bad for your team. The Kale never really got online. <laughs> Did Tactical die this weekend? I don't know. Play. I don't think he died against. He did not Tissom. die this weekend. Technical did not die. Oh my god. The next is Ven, boys. A TL uh, did not die at all, though. No one on TL died? In the second game. Actually, oh, 100 Thieves. Uh, the only person who died in the first game was Impact. Impact, yeah. <laughs> Fucking imagine getting reported on the LCS stage for being the death. Dude, is Kale even good in this set? Yes, Kale is very good in the set. The problem is, is they you don't you don't touch it. If you're if you're the team with Kale, you ignore the shit out of it and you don't play around. And then what, what lane do you pay attention to? Mid lane, Maokai. You invade the jungle. I know, but you, like, pay... I meant on this comp. Yeah, like, yeah that, that, that's part of their problem, is they didn't have a lane to go to. Like They, had they didn't really to have someone them. to, like, stall the game. They were just dicking around, dying. 
Literally, like, I just don't understand this draft at all. You're still harping on this on this draft. Like, in essence, it makes a little bit of sense. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I don't. I, it makes a little bit of sense. I don't understand why you're doing it here. I don't either. Like, I don't understand why you don't have something that can get you at least to the mid game. You needed like, I, you you needed something that can roam with Sijuani and create pressure on the enemy jungler. Maokai. Or kill or kill. Uh, Maokai has great Zoe. rooms. Here's the thing. You could have killed Zoe four times. Did it because Zoe can also play pretty safe, especially. But, against... but, but Maokai has got great roam potential. No. <laughs> also, should we tell Davidson our new Clash mid laner to pick up Maokai? No. <laughs> Wrong that's answer. A, that's a that's a hard no for me. That's a hard yes for me. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Tactical play next weekend. If he does, I hope he plays next weekend. Because to be honest, I think it's better for TL if Tactical just plays until playoffs. Probably. I think they'll win more. What? I wonder what is getting with Devil Lift. Did they say why they benched him this he, week? No, he has laryngitis. Oh. Okay, I thought it was like a benching. No, 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 no. No, they, no being sick is a very good reason not to play. I, I just... Okay, so Devil Lift seems super unmotivated. He seems like he doesn't give a shit, and now that he's sick and been out and tactical looks like he can perform, uh, I think they should keep going. There's, I see no reason why they shouldn't keep practicing like this, and I don't, and I don't see why Double should keep playing. If while on uh, the squad, the TL's uh, Vidoc or whatever, he said he does not care about Spring Split and that it's like he just doesn't give a shit. Why is he playing? Like I don't understand. Well, because he he's to... a really good player. Oh, I'm sorry. He he can play Senna because he can't play Senna. I okay, but <laughs> playing Senna is not the. Condition for being the a best bot laner in the game right now. What? Incorrect. Okay. It's MF. She is the best support in the game right now. I I'd also like to point out that a hundred thieves three banned out tactical and he just whipped out fucking Callista Tarek with Core JJ. And they smashed. I wonder if they'd even practiced that. They do a lot. Yeah, but that. I'll see why not. Fair. Do they really do a lot? Uh, that is what I have been told by people. <laughs> I Which have people? not verified it myself. A other analysts and stuff. Like like people uh, on the broadcast. <laughs> so, I, I just, I think this is better for the team. I think this will teach them how to play without double F so that when double F comes back, he can just play AD carry and not have to do anything else. But, I don't know. Yeah. There might be some other uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that I can't like. Like I don't know how they organize their team comms or like their like other shit about them, so I can't really say how big Dolores already had in that. But if this looks good, I play this like every time. I I don't care how big of a star you are. I'm gonna put in whatever I think. I wonder though, him. like what happens if he just has like another like okay, so like let's say that you know it, pretend DL DL is still sick. And then, you know, obviously you bring Tactical back, and then he has just, like, a middling week, right? Like, this week, might he was crazy, but, like, I mean, is this, like, how many insane performances in a row before you're, like, yes, guaranteed? And then at what point, if he just starts having, like, 1-1s one or, like, okay performances, are you just, like, all right, like, 
we'll go back to double F because uh, we can have an all right performance from a much better. I mean, that that's the thing is like, I can't see their practice. So I can't see if tactical's inting in practice. And if he's yeah. not inting in practice, I don't see why we don't keep playing him on stage. Not talking about on stage, right? Like, so like, let's say that, you know, double if he's out another two weeks and the next two weeks are just like one ones or like a one, one and an O two. Like, are we still keeping tactical then? Because he had one two a weekend. I, I think or are we going two back to deal? You can swap them out because you're out of playoffs. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, do they have to like win everything? No, they have to stay above five hundred. Okay. They, that's statistically, not not definitively, because depending on how everyone else susses out, it yeah, might, yeah, yeah, might change that. So, so here's their upcoming uh, matchups. Uh, next week they play CLG and IMT. That um, should that should have been an easy one and a not so easy one, but no, who knows so, now? So, and then they play EG and GG. I think you run tactical both these weekends, almost regardless of the outcome. And like, I just think I just think the team needs to play like that right now. I don't think that it's going to be beneficial to them to play with double lift if he's gonna if his attitude has remained the same as it was in that uh in their in their. Uh, but like. Another part of I I that I wonder, Jesus Christ, Jensen does a lot of damage. Um, I'm watching a highlight of TL versus Andre Thieves, and I just fucking eviscerated Medios with Yumi. But anyway, one might wonder like how much of his like I don't give a shit about playoffs is like actually not giving a shit about playoffs, and like like his shit talk memory, or like he's just mad that he's losing, right? Like because on the one hand, he might genuinely not give a shit. In which case, I agree, probably don't play him or, like, deal with the attitude issue internally in a way that's healthy and good for your team. But if he is just, like, saying it and, like, he actually does care or he's just trying to be, like, an asshole because it is still double lift, um, then I feel like I don't know, right? Like, even well, though he had... I'll pose the question to you. Does it look like double lift has given a shit this whole split? Well, it looks like they've... I mean... It didn't look like Bang gave a shit when they put him on Mages. It didn't look like Doublelift gave a shit when they put him on Vlad, but then they put him on a fucking normal marksman, and all of a sudden he it looks like he gives a shit again because he's doing well, right? Like, if your only condition for giving a shit is good play, like, I think the team had general issues, right? Like, I think that... I think that the team had larger issues than just a Doublelift prior to the split, and I think that as a marksman... He has a limited impact on the mid, early to mid game, uh, and if his fucking team is inting, then he's not going to be able to do all that much about it unless he absolutely eviscerates bot lane and just has a dummy thick lead. But this week, it wasn't just like, oh wow, bot lane was playing better. It was like, oh, everybody is playing better, right? Like I genuinely believe that if you have the rest of the team playing this well, double lift also pops off. Right, like you put Ezreal on, or you put him on Callista, you put him on uh, MF, and the team is doing really well. Then I think he just performs well too, right? So like, I am curious how much of it is like just a double lift problem, as much as it was in the past, as much as it was like a whole team problem, you know? Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Define Roxas. Bank account. Want to compare his? Damn it, he doesn't have one listed. I want to compare his his games played to Doublelift because Doublelift on his main account has 
200 games played-ish. And at the beginning of the season, all the players were kind of individually boot camping. And Doublelift apparently only had like four games in a week during one of their like check-ins. So... Uh, I get that, but I also understand not wanting to play solo queue because as an AD solo AD carry. Well, I mean, you can double do it with core whoever the fuck he wants all the time. I don't think if it's a solo boot camp, I don't think that that's true. Well, during that boot camp, core JJ was probably doing with tactical. That's fair. All right. So for comparison, double if has two hundred games. Roxa, in the short time he's been here, has about a hundred and fifty. And he okay, but Doublelift might have been playing on Smurfs, though. No, I checked his Smurf. He's also apparently playing right now. So, I think that Doublelift just doesn't give a shit. I think he could give two fucks if they finish first place in Spring Split. And to be honest, I think that would make them miss playoffs. If they kept playing that. Doesn't it actually not matter now, though, for Worlds? <laughs> like Yes, but st it still matters! Like For what? If they don't make playoffs this split, what the fuck's happening next split? Are they sure, they can use the extra time to boot camp. Everyone might have the extra time to boot camp. MSI might not happen. But to be honest, like I kind of get it, right? Because, like, listen, something that is actually difficult, I think, in sports, both traditional and E, um, <laughs> that was a, such a stupid way to that start that. That was so that. sad. That was such a dumb thing to say. So both in esports and in um, traditional professional sports, something that gets talked about a lot, like especially with like dynasties, uh, like people who are always going to the postseason, is like they get a lot less time to like recover or cool off or relax, and it really starts to wear on you. And so I honestly kind of get. I would get where he was coming from if he was literally like, "I'm phoning it in this split," right? Because if it literally doesn't matter for Worlds, which is your end goal, then why wouldn't you just take it easy and, like, obviously, like, don't eat the games away or tank or anything, but, like, why would you try as hard when it literally won't get you anything and it's just going to make you more tired? Especially if you've gone to four consecutive finals won four consecutive finals and gone to two consecutive worlds that's a lot of gameplay because, dude because double hasn't made any progress at worlds in six years i know but like this split isn't going to make him do better at worlds it's not even going to get him to worlds it's it has no bearing on that right, but some like, split didn't get him better at worlds last year either what's your point He's my point is that, but my spot. point is like but i don't understand why he but like what's your point bro because like if this split's not going to get him better at worlds why fucking try why is trying right? to get better why is what? Why is China doing better? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking watch the LPL. It's not about you don't have to watch them to understand why they're getting better. But do you, do you know what how China operates? No, I literally have nothing. I I'm not kidding. I literally don't know anything so, about the LPL. China, other than they're currently not playing because of the coronavirus. All right, so so China plays best of threes and they play a single round robin. They do that twice a year. Okay. The other thing is, is that China play this game constantly. I think Korea does this too, where they play this game as much as possible. Because the best way to become the best at this game is to play as many games as much as possible and get as much valuable practice out of that in the, the season. That's how you win Worlds. 
You don't win worlds by not trying in spring split and then trying in summer split as if that's going to make you better. No, I'm not saying like you literally listen. I'm not saying that double lift is 100% not culpable for anything here. All I'm saying is is that it does make sense to me the attitude of we will try harder as an individual or a team in the split that matters for worlds because what's also important is sometimes taking a rest, right? Like you need to rest some of the time, especially if you're like if you feel burnt out or you feel that, like, then you have to rest. And I don't know what he feels. Maybe he's just being an asshole. But I just think it's, like, kind of not that big of a deal, especially because Worlds... I do, I mean, I think we talked about this when we talked about the split changes, but, like, it does seem pretty fucked to have the split literally not matter at all to Worlds. But I don't know. I mean, it still does, though, because this is where you can make improvements. Sure, they can make... They might be able to make... Uh, if they were to t- if they were to buffer themselves here sort of and make small just try to make cohesion improvement or like i don't know. i'm not exactly sure what they would be fixing right now because their problems were heavily rooted in brox's delay but it's that's still it didn't look like that was the problem and it didn't look like brox coming fixed anything what really looks like fixed something was double if not being on the team I just, I think we would have to see another weekend to know that, right? Like, sure. it's totally possible that, like, with Double Lift this week, the same shit happened, right? We just, like, until I see, like, more than one weekend, I'm not willing to be like, yeah, it was all Double Lift, right? Or even it was, like, a substantially part of Double Lift. Like, we literally don't know. It might have just been that, like, they won that TSM game because TSM kind of fucking entered, right? Like, it might have been that they won the 100 Thieves game because 100 Thieves heavily fucking entered, right? Like, that's that's a live possibility, right? We don't know. Yet. I blame Double Now, if he's here this week and they get another 2-0, then maybe I'm, like, reconsidering, right? But, you know. Well, the other problem is, is now the results are tainted if they play double if because he had a, a weekend with double if, or a, where a tactical went 2-0. So uh, that might have lit a fire under his ass to be like, oh, I need to play the game. <laughs> All right, want to move on to uh, CLG? I do. All right. Specifically, your pain, but we're moving well, well, past here's that. The thing, here's the thing. Can CLG make playoffs? What do you think? Like mathematically, yeah. How do you mean just mathematically? It's like, do you think they can do it? Um, no. No? Why not? No. Because I don't um, anticipate them to continue. Bro, they're two and ten. They have to go on like the they have to go on a nuts run right now, and I just don't think they can have that nuts run. Uh, I don't think that nuts run is happening. So, so here's the thing. Four of the people they get to play are the people that they're going to be fighting for bottom tier spots. They're going to be playing Evil Geniuses, Dignitas, Golden Guardians, and 100 Thieves. All four of them are fighting for the bottom two spots in playoffs, right? basically. Unless TSM takes a nosedive. Like, they don't have to fight. They, they have to fight C9 and TL. But TL mm-hmm. very well might might lose that game. I think that is 1,000%. I don't think C9 lose it, though. I think C9... Well, it'd be the best upset story of the year. But No, it would not be. But I'm banking on TL to beat C9 if anyone's going to do it. Um, so I, I think it's possible, especially if some of these teams keep losing. If, t- if, uh, 
if T- CLG can beat those four teams and even beat one one of C9 or TL, mm-hmm. I think they have it. I think they're in playoffs with what is that a seven and eleven record? Oof, mm-hmm. that would be crazy. <laughs> Um, I I agree that it is that scenario you just talked about could occur. I believe that it is it is it is possible in many senses of the word possible. Uh, whether or not I want to call it likely or even like a good chance is another matter. Um, yeah, I just don't see it. A hundred thieves have to play FlyQuest, C9, Tia, and TSM. That's a brutal schedule. Well, that that that's just who's left for them. That's a rough schedule. Dignitas actually probably have the easiest schedule out of anybody. They have a hundred thieves, GG, CLG, Evil Geniuses, IMT, and TSM. That's probably to, yeah. They don't have to play any of the top two or TL. That's I I think Dignitas probably has the best shot at making playoffs. I agree. Now that I have that information. Oh. Uh. BG has to play FlyQuest, TL, and C9. Rest in peace, boys. And, uh, oh, Golden Guardians are out of playoffs. Why? They had to play C9, TL, TSM, and FlyQuest. Prayers up for the gang. That's yeah, nuts. So, so I think it's quite possible. I think it, I think if, if, if CLG continue at their rate of improvement, mm-hmm. I think they'll do it. They only have to beat, it, it, assuming they beat their competitors for the spots, they only have to beat TL or CL, C9 once, I think. And I think that'll get get them. I don't know. I'm not convinced. Uh, I, think, I think it's a very real possibility. I think Pobelter has brought some life to this team. True. I, that I agree with. My boy, my boy Eugene's in the game. I, I just... I think every other team is on it downward at the moment, except for, like except for Cloud Nine. Yeah, except for Cloud Nine and Fly, FlyQuest and TL seem to be kind of stagnating at the moment, but everyone else seems to be trending downward in their gameplay and their record. So I'm I'm kind of looking for C9 or C9 CLG to take this little upward momentum they've gotten and hopefully like skyrocket it. Who knows? Maybe they'll have the eight and ten record and they'll have the upset over Cloud Nine and TL. I'd love that. That would be effing hilarious. I love it when CLG is competitive because it gets a lot of viewers. But I, 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 love, I love an underdog story. The, the St. Louis Blues were an amazing story. I'm a little sad I wasn't paying attention when it happened. Literally don't know what you're talking about. Uh, St. Louis Blues were uh, dead last in the entire NHL last, last there year. There we go. That's, that's the sport they're part of. Uh, they were dead last halfway through the uh, year. And then they won the Stanley Cup. Okay. That that's the biggest comeback in all of sports ever, as far as I'm concerned. And that's what okay. I want to see here. You don't see it happening? No. I think Matt's gone. Matt. Matt, where'd you go? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, I was saying, no, I don't believe it will happen for the reasons I listed earlier. All right, all right. Let's move on to Dignitas. What's going to stop Dignitas falling? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Will Dignitas stop falling? I don't know. Will they learn anything. to play that? No. Um, 
when will they bring back Cutie and Scara? Then I've been they won't... saying it for years. Probably won't help, but it won't hurt. <laughs> well, like this team has moments where I feel like they're competitive, and as I already said, their upcoming schedule is probably the easiast, and that and th their their recent schedule is probably a big reason why. Did they play? Uh -huh. No, I think they played TL last week, didn't they? They played C9 and FlyQuest this week, which is not a good week to have. Mm-hmm. Who did they play? That's with? a rough one. Yeah, that's a that's the top two spots. That's a big that's a big L right there. Why are they on a three-game loss streak? Either way. Oh, because the C9's not in here. So they lost to probably three top four teams right now. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm guessing what'll stop their fall is the fact that they don't have to play them anymore. And they don't have to play TSM until the last weekend. Like I think that's, that's a legitimate Yeah, that's legit. That's fair. Ease of schedule matters a lot, I think. Yeah. So Plus if they win three and then they get some momentum into Yeah, I think that'll be a big a big help for them. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if if they can actually beat all of these teams against them because like I was saying they're DLG, these are the teams that they're competing with for these bottom slots. So these are probably even more important matches to win than the previous mm -hmm. ones. So it's this is like the make or break time. If they go 0-2 next week, I think I would almost count them out of playoffs if Golden Guardians didn't have such a bad a bad uh uh what you might call it uh strength of schedule. Like yeah, the fact that they don't have to play anybody. Huge. Huge, 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 But they just look so defeated this weekend. But I can't blame them. Did you see Hooney play uh, Lucian Top? I did. Oh my god. Oh. Someone tried to tell me that Lucian Top is uh, a highly favored matchup against Aatrox. And I'm I don't just, know if that's true. It, it's, it's not. Because if Aatrox starts winning the matchup, he can just pressure... Lucian the entire time, blow his E, and then engage. Yeah, that sounds like not very good for... Post-level post, post level 9, it's only a 4 second downtime on his Q. So it's it's actually 0 seconds if he doesn't if he only uses the first and second one. So it's hard to be like, yeah, Aatrox can't kill Lucian, because Lucian can dash. If he has the dash, he doesn't have to eat 3 Qs. Yeah. He's a squishy champ. Yeah. Extremely. What have you been thinking of Froggen? I, I was going to say I basically agree with everything you just said there. What do you think of Froggen? How's he been doing? Fine. Not as good as he used to be. What is Froggen playing? Froggen... Why do they organize? Froggen's, uh... Victor game looked great. Like his Victor looks, mm -hmm. but he wasn't able to express it. Not like Poe Belter. Poe Belter got the fucking run. Jesus Christ. It's true. But Eugene's nuts. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how much Hooney is gonna hurt this team. What do you mean? Because Hooney's volatility has always been problematic, and it's been better this split. 
but it's been getting worse. It started off looking very consistent, but well, like at least more consistent than he, he usually does. Yeah. So it, it's it's hard to be like, uh, he's clearly. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't know what I'm saying. It, when when we started, we were saying that it looked like he was coming back into SKT Hooney rather mm-hmm. than the what clutch, he was clutch Hooney or whatever. Where, where where was he before that? I don't know. I don't remember. Echo Fox. When he was on Echo Fox. IMT, I think at one point. Uh, yeah, but that was he was a lot more consistent back then with Rainover because Rainover babysat him. True. Uh, so, I think that's what they need to really like wrangle in there. If they can control Hooney and like. Target his power. Everyone says this about Hooney's teams, but you controlling Hooney is the actual fight of this team. It isn't who they're playing against. All their players are rather competent. Like even Grig has had a lot of really good moments. Mm-hmm. But I just I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this team can do it. I wonder if they can control Hooney enough. And I, to be honest, I don't think they can. Johnson looked good at the beginning. He hasn't been looking great. Aframus look unspectacular. So, it just... I don't know how many tools they have besides Froggen and Hooney. And, like, that's only going to get you so far when half the time you lose one of your tools. Yes. Uh, but I don't think there's, like, a cohesive way to, like, deal with his volatility. <laughs> Like, if there was, presumably someone would have found it or found something I to think do it with it. Karma. <laughs> Apparently, they're calling the fucking cops. <laughs> have you been, like, have you noticed Johnson recently? Because I really haven't. Like, I'm I haven't not. <laughs> I, I have not noticed anything super crazy from him. Pretty stock standard LCS AD carry stuff. Look at. Yeah, his stats have kind of been declining. Yeah, his stats do not look great. Mm-hmm. All of the, all of his stats are like below fifty. So apparently, Vulcan's an eighty carry. Uh, you know who? You know who has the best stats right now? Actually, actually, it's Ven. Hang on. Oh, obviously it's it's Ven because tactical doesn't have a death. <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, tactical is second in KDA. Right? Yeah, just done. That makes sense to me, dog. I think they can toss out the really. Like decide how they want to play this game. I think if they refocus the bot lane, and then put, uh, Hooney on like leave alone champs like gangplank, they they could do better. But I don't I don't know how often they're getting to put him on. Mhm. The next uh, next topic. Matt? No. No. I'm never ready for anything on this show. Right, you right, should right. know that by now. You know my answer is always fucking no. Alright, time to move on to our preview for next week. Yeah, yeah we burned through this show. Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about this week. No, it was a pretty boring week. That's outside of the uh, CLG and double shit, there's not much to talk about. Alright. So, the week 6 to 8, or like week, week 5 to 8 even, is just kind of really dull. 
Because you can't, like, playoffs are just getting seeded. Most people already know who is and isn't going to make it. So this this year we have the soup. Okay. Mm -hmm. So normally, at this point, I would uh, hand over the reins to Haymont, who, uh, I think, what did he go? He went six and four, six, yeah, six and four in his picks, and we both went five and five. But Haymont's not here today. So, in lieu of that, actually, Matt, would you please care to do the honors and, uh, and, uh, uh, give, you actually got a vamp for, like, 30 seconds, because I put him in my phone, and now I have to find his contact. Alright, so last week, the, uh, <laughs> yes. I, like, was, I, I thought we skipped it. I, no, <laughs> I closed no, no, no. my... Last week, we, uh, we told one of our friends that wasn't going to be on the show this week that we'd make sure that... What do you mean, one of our friends, bro? He's the, one of the co-hosts, bro. Like, we'd... <laughs> we'd give him a call... Depending on the result of one of the matches, the uh, FlyQuest vs. C9 match, because he had the audacity to pick FlyQuest over Cloud9. And so, now, Matt is going to take out his phone, call yeah, him. Gonna, I actually gotta call him, but, like, I'm gonna mute, so in case it plays his number out. <laughs> and then we're going- then Matt is going to rant at Haymont about his picks. Enjoy. No, you gotta keep vamping while it calls, because I, I don't want to just say his number. <laughs> too much vamping. Like, yeah, FlyQuest got their ass beat by C9. And Haymont believes it. I don't know why this man had so much faith. This man had way too much faith in this. Just oh, out, out of his mind. He doubted the 18 This has been raining for so long. It's the 32nd timer, Matt. Come on. I was right, by the way. It's reading his number. Damn. God bless that I didn't have this on speaker. <laughs> That'd have been bad. Oh, I knew I couldn't do it, bro. Uh... Bruh, you're actually gonna sit there in your stupid car driving back from Virginia or wherever the fuck it is you had to run and hide to because you could not face the fact that your darling FlyQuest got bent over and spanked by the one true 18-0 gods, Cloud9. Why would you ever make this call? Did you see this draft? They picked Blitzvarus bottom. That's dumb as hell. Why don't I pull the fucking enemy tank, Gragas, Kench, Zoe, at my fucking immobile ass ADC? You're tripping, what was that? Y'all didn't have a gold lead at any point in this game. At one point, you were even in kills, and you said, you know what, we might be 4-4 and up a Drake, but we're still gonna be down 5,000 or so gold just to be nice. Go fuck yourself. How is this ever gonna work out for you, bro? You got one early kill on Licorice, and then you know what happened? Viper just died. <laughs> he just lost all his pressure, went down 50 farm, and then the both teams hung out mid lane, and your team just lost. Y'all kept taking these crazy-ass team fights. Fucking Vulcans out here ripping the clean... Sorry. Fucking Blabbers out here ripping the cleanest, grindiest ultimates you've ever goddamn seen. You're tripping. This was eminently disrespectful, and I actually don't think I can ever forgive you. It's... Insane. And then what? Oh my god, you just rolled over. We took your inhibitor. We went mid. You got a kill. We just kept going. It was not like, what are you, oh boy, I'm gonna hook set into my AD carry. Here's his full life bar back, opening your AD carry forward, and then you lose the game. It literally, that's how they lost. Ignore was like, yo, set, come hang out with this Varus real, real quick. And then Licorice just ults. You're tripping. 
I legitimately don't understand how you thought. And Ignar was one of the people you cited as a fucking reason that this would wit. You're tripping. This is despicable. I hope you have a pleasant drive back to New Jersey. <laughs> despicable. Can you believe this man? He's like, Ignar's going to win them the game. And then Ignar literally hooks the set into the AD carry to lose the game. Oh my god, I'm furious. Anyway. Set in the back. Have you ever seen something so disgusting? He I was literally like audaciousness. It's audacity is the word. Audaciousness. It well, you know, you're <laughs> okay. Imagine if he picked C9, he'd be seven and three. Okay. Alright, so let's go talk about our picks this week actually. All right, all right, all right. So let's 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 move on through here. Now, Matt, here's what here's what we're gonna do this week. I'll be the majority, and you be Hamal. Want to try that? No. No. Okay. So let's let's see which ones we disagree on, which I think is just the Ahanathi's IMT one. Yeah, that's the only one it looks like we disagree on. So Matt, why do you think IMT are gonna beat uh, beat Ahana Thieves? Just fucking coin flip in my head, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. I, <laughs> I, no I like stared at it blankly and went, "All right." And then <laughs> Thieves look stronger to me. Like they look like they're a little bit more put together. IMG might have Smithy, but uh, I, I just think 100 Thieves has a much better uh, bot lane. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's just a fucking coin flip in my head, to be honest. I don't have, I legitimately have nothing substantial to say to this. I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm looking at Hamon's picks. Now Hamon has picked 100 Thieves over Dignitas. Why? Hey, Ma, hey, Ma, I gotta, I gotta ask this question. Why? Like, like. He's literally not here to answer. I know he's not here to answer, but like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Rick has been. Rick, last time they played, I'm pretty sure Meteos got destroyed. Meteos looks like he got run over. Yeah. Yeah. The last time they played, it did not go well. Yes. Oh god. Rick plowed through the oh they played Soraka Top. This was a Soraka Top game. You love oh, to see it. Oh god. You oh, love goodness. to see it. Oh and they put Rayoma on freaking freaking Rise. That, that that's the thing, is like I, I, I never want to pick Rayoma or Ika to win anything. And I just I, I honestly think they're garbage mid laners. Like, I think they are absolute bottom of the barrel. They are probably the worst mid laners in the entire league. And I think their stats mm -hmm. reflect that, too. What's okay. That's the other one here. He disagrees on TLIMT. I don't know, dude. <laughs> that one makes more sense to me, but... Does it? Um, it contingent upon double lift and whether or not they implode again. I mean, I could, I, I could see this uh, to a weekend just being a flash in the pan. So, like, yeah. Like, I could kind of get it, but... Okay. 
So, so the outlandish pick for you and me is basically uh, CLG over uh, TL. TL, yeah. But we're just committed to the 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 deepest run in history. We're just. I want it to happen. I'd love to see it happen. It would be uh, effing hilarious to watch this happen. And I'm doing it because I. It gives us another chance to flame or be flamed by Heymon. <laughs> it's just slowly becoming a weekly segment. Uh, Heymon's 30 seconds before he gets flamed for 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm just... I hope he listens to that voicemail until the point where I tell him I hope he has a good drive. <laughs> I hope he knows that I care. Uh... I said pleasant drive, I believe. Okay, okay. So, Matt, what, what match are you looking forward to that next week? Fuck me. Um, C9TSM always a banger. Um, not looking forward to that. That's not going I'm. You didn't ask what I thought you were looking forward to. <laughs> so stay in your fucking lane. How about? Um, that one looks good. Uh, I am excited for TLCLG just because I want to see if Memes. we're right. I want to see if we're right. Uh, I'm excited for CLG EG because I legitimately could not decide who would win. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to C9 versus GG because that's the perfect time to, to upset. I'm always looking for the perfect upsets and that's that's prime upset season right there. Let me tell you. Besides, I don't. I think TSM FlyQuest will actually be a pretty good match. Uh, if TSM mm-hmm. can beat FlyQuest, I'll feel, I'll feel a little better on the inside. But uh, they're going to lose to C9, so uh, I don't think so. I think the 0-2-2-0 weeks only for TSM are going to hold true. And it's not going to be a pretty one. I feel that. Yeah, I think that's all we're looking forward to. Yeah. We got one last uh, thing to talk about real quick. We'll probably send this one off. Will C9 pull off the 18 and out? Kind of poking at so. this on the, the whole show. But what, what, what do you really think? What, give, me, give me your full uh, idea, your argument, your, uh, your thought process that, as to what's going to happen here. I would like it a lot if it happened. Is that it? Is that all yep. you got? I mean, I would be very happy. Um, they do seem like they're still on their roll. Their momentum is still really with them. <coughs> I don't. What's their schedule look like moving forward? Schedule is. You have still have to play TL once. TL. Uh, they have to play TL and TSM. Everyone else is basically... Yeah, so I think tomorrow and tw- the 22nd when they play TL, I think those are the big hurdles. Um, of course, as we saw, CLG could pull off some nutty stuff. Maybe someone else gets an upset, but um, by and large, I think that they've got a pretty light schedule moving forward. Um, and if they can beat TSM, I think they can win the other four pretty easily, giving them a lot of momentum into TL. Um, so I think it's actually like not unlikely. I think it's like reasonably likely. I just don't want to commit to it because I'm afraid to jinx it. Um, <laughs> uh, and that's the God's honest truth right there. But... I'm, I'm not afraid to jinx it. It's not my team. I just like, I like records getting set. Um, I'll be sad it wasn't TSM. They only got up to 17 and 0 wins, you know, different different times. Uh, but I'm just, I'm looking forward to uh, watching them get shut down by TL on the last weekend. That'll be great. <laughs> I, I, I think, I don't know if I think that is the more likely outcome. 
or them going 18 and 0. I'm kind of split. Because if, if TL can continue to improve, and if Doublelift actually like starts playing the fucking game, I think I think they will probably lose to TL on that last weekend. But if TL continued to uh, struggle, I think they got it. I think I think it's it's contingent uh, or contingent on TL getting their shit together and C9 not uh, going uber stupid. Here, it's a big if. Yeah. So so here's the question: Does if if uh, going into the last weekend, uh, C9 are sixteen and zero. Do they put in their academy team for that weekend? No. No? Yeah, maybe. Why not, actually? Fair <laughs> point. Really? Last time they put in their academy team, they actually like won some games. Mm, yeah, I know. <laughs> but it doesn't help that their academy team had, for, like, what was it? Golden Glue Blabber? Yeah. No, their academy team was really good. It was Their academy team was, like, was half LCS players. They had Keith on that team. My it was all Keith? LCS players. Yeah. So maybe not this time, but I, I think if I'm one of those players on that team, I'm like, what the fuck put me in? I want this 18 and 0. It's two goddamn days. Let me play. Yeah. I'm gonna be practicing anyways. What's the fucking point of not playing the weekend? True. I I I would be so hungry for this if I was one of them. I'd I'd be like, I I I'd be just thinking about every way to improve right now because I don't want to drop this uh, giant win streak we have going. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. Uh, TL never got close to this. TL was never this dominant. I don't think a team has been this dominant. The only one that comes close, it was uh, TSM in summer 2016. That that was That's the closest we've ever seen. I guess you can say INT were pretty close too, because they had two 16-2 seasons, only losing to uh, TSM. But they continuously, mm. continually uh, choked in playoffs because they either uh, misread the meta, tunneled on a bad pick, or uh, they just, I don't know, they just, the nerves got the best of them. Adrian! Sorry, what? Oh my god. Uh, I didn't, I did not just do that. <laughs> Brutal. Quite. So, yeah, this is, it's, it's really unprecedented. It, I, I'm having fun watching them stomp kids, but I'll, I'll be honest. They're starting to hit that point where it's like, is it really that fun to 25-minute win everybody? Is that Because that stops being fun for me pretty quickly if I just win every game without trying. Yes, but I don't want them to stop losing. <laughs> to stop losing? Or to start losing. I don't want them to stop winning. There it is. Sorry. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to uh, see how this season plays out, and I'm really, really going to die laughing if they lose to Golden Guardians or CLG for their streak, because that'll be so anticlimactic. It'll yes. be great for CLG. Yes, but I don't want that. I want what's great for C9. I don't want what's great for CLG, because I want good things to happen to CLG. I want good things to happen to CLG, so their games against TSM actually matter. <laughs> That's why I want... That to not, I want that to not be the case. Uh, I'm so mad. TSM are just, they did the TSM thing where they just fucking chuck games because, of course, they do. I, okay. I'm, I, here's my rant about teams and how they try to experiment in the LCS. People like to talk about how 
you, you get all these the the like your scrim matches and they're not the same as stage matches and then they try things out in scrims and don't and they fuck about with it then they go try to transfer it to stage and it's just but then it's different i don't really care you see you see here's the thing if what you're trying in scrims is working but it's not working on stage and you don't make playoffs and you don't go to worlds stop stop it right there if you can't if you can't succeed in your local region to then make it to worlds what the fuck how are you gonna how are you gonna like get any success anywhere you're you're skipping the step in the middle you can't just ignore the step in the middle you're just gonna not go anywhere jesus christ like yeah, the, the teams that tunnel on worlds and don't tunnel on winning against the opponents put in front of them is what it just tilts me so bad understandable just, just figure out what your team can play learn to play it and then expand from there that's that's how you you make this work sure people might have fun, con compositions that fundamentally counter your comp and you find band-aids or maybe you find a little bit of an off comp to f to pivot into that'll help you deal with that counter better don't don't just try early game comps then hit late game because you can't convert with your early game comps because you're bad at mid game and then lose because your early game comp is shit in late game. Like, why does this keep happening? Why is, why is this, why is this TSM all the time? I'm, mm. okay, my rant's done, Matt. You do the outro. Take us home, Matt. You want to, you want to take us home, man? No, you take us home. Uh, that's going to be, that's, that's going to be it for this week's legendary League of Legends podcast. Catch the VODs on Anthony's YouTube channel. Legendary podcast. Uh, what? Legendary, legendary podcast. podcast. Thank God. Could not remember the name of that one. Um, which is bad. Uh, and catch us here next week at the same time. <laughs> Dion just got a message removed by the mod. <laughs> Good night, gang. Bye.